Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove, and today I'd like to talk to you about psychotronics. And one of the reasons, frankly, for this presentation on this topic today is to let you know that I am one of the invited guest speakers for the U.S. Psychotronics Association 40th Annual Convention. I'll be speaking on July 21st. 2018, uh, and their uh, conference is in Chicago. There is going to be a link uh, that you will find if you check the links in the upper right-hand corner associated uh, of this video. Associated with this video, you'll see a link to information about the conference itself. Now, I should mention as well there's going to be a link to an interview I did a few months ago with Dr. Beverly Rubick, who is the president of the U.S. Psychotronics Association. Uh, uh, we did a regular New Thinking Aloud half-hour video conversation about psychotronics. So, if you're confused, uh, that's a real good place to go. Basically, psychotronics has to do with the interface between human consciousness and various types of instrumentation. And when I say human consciousness, I'm talking about parapsychological abilities. There's also, I'm going to show you and attached right to this very video, two short videos I made with Dr. Rubick. In one of them, I explain a little bit about what I plan to speak about at the conference, and in the other, she talks in more general terms about the conference itself. So, those videos are going to be embedded right here in this In Presence monologue. Uh, it's the first time I've done that, embedded other videos, but I think it's called for in this occasion. And I'm hopeful that some of you who are really interested in the kind of material I've been presenting on uh, the In Presence monologues and the New Thinking Aloud channel might wish to attend the event, and perhaps I'll actually get to meet some of you there. That would be nice. Now, let me just add one other point about psychotronics. I do have a bias, frankly, and it's related to this, that uh, throughout my career, I've had many opportunities to work with various forms of technology, and I personally have passed up on all of them. I've often felt that the real technology is the human body itself. What a vast instrument. It's uh, got multiple antennas for information through all kinds of uh, channels, including psychic channels. So, that's been my focus. I haven't ever really uh, developed a professional interest in uh, any kind of uh, technological instrumentation that interfaces with, with the human being, other than the fact, like most of you, I use a computer, of, of course. And <laughs> I remember uh, the days when people didn't have personal computers, but that was long uh, ago. So, for me, I tend to think of psychotronics instrumentation kind of like a pencil. You know, if you have a pencil 
and uh, a piece of paper, you can perform uh, long division and very complicated problems in mathematics and arithmetic that are quite hard uh, for me to do, at least, without a pencil. It's not as if the pencil is doing the arithmetic. The pencil just helps you go through step by step what needs to be done. And my sense is that a lot of the devices that pass these days for radionics and psychotronics instrumentation functions that way, very much like a pencil. Uh, now, I know that there are going to be people out there who are going to disagree and who are going to say, well, there's a particular uh, crystalline frequency that is activated that opens up the chakras and therefore is conducive to the etheric energy field uh, promoting a particular type of uh, psychological, psychotronic, psychokinetic, or telekinetic effect. And I could well be wrong. I'm certainly open to learning about those possibilities. I do know this, that at Stanford Research Institute, where they did so much pioneering research on remote viewing, uh, starting in the 1970s and uh, going for several decades, two decades approximately, now that I think about it, uh, they worked in the radio electronics laboratory where they had a sealed room. I've been in it and done remote viewing in that room. It is sealed in the sense that electromagnetic signals don't get inside. So it's quiet. You know, normally you and I are existing in an environment where there must be dozens and dozens, if not hundreds or thousands, of electromagnetic signals from all sorts of transmitters passing right through our bodies and our nervous systems and our brains. Well, we don't hear it, we don't see it normally, but it creates a kind of subtle noise. And there is quite a bit of uh, research suggesting that when you are in a quiet environment in terms of physical distractions, but also electromagnetic noise and even geomagnetic noise, when you can be shielded from all of that and maybe even distant signals coming from the center of our galaxy, when we can shield ourselves from all of that, psychic functioning does seem to be better. So there's a lot to be said in that direction as well. Uh, but for now, I'm going to... Um, insert uh, the two videos uh, with myself and Dr. Rubik to which I referred. Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Beverly Rubik, President of the United States Psychotronics Association. And with me today is Dr. Jeffrey Mishlove, who's host and producer of the New Thinking Aloud television series. And who will be a speaker at your forthcoming conference. And who's one of our distinguished invited speakers mm -hmm. at the upcoming USPA 40th Annual Conference mm -hmm. in July 2018. Well, I think, Beverly, uh, one of the uh, topics that I'm going to bring up will be uh, my 10-year research project with a man who, who called himself the PK Man, PK meaning psychokinesis. And during uh, my study of him, he produced 168 different demonstrations of large-scale psychokinesis, or mind over matter, uh, involving such things as hurricanes, tornadoes, 
earthquakes, power blackouts, and roughly two-thirds of those events occurred as he predicted they would. He sent out written predictions to scientists, including myself, of that he intended to cause these events, and uh, then uh, the subsequent follow-up was in the newspapers about uh, the things that actually happened, and these were unlikely events. Sometimes they were heat spells in the middle of winter and cold spells in the middle of summer or ending droughts or controlling the direction of, of hurricanes. Uh, it's quite an amazing testament to the human psyche. He may be uh, one of the most powerful uh, examples of, of psychokinesis uh, known in the history of parapsychology research. And I think uh, for people interested in psychotronics, it's very interesting to see what the human mind is capable of doing. And I'll talk also about the techniques that he used. He created what he called a PK map, special drawings, uh, with, filled with symbols in order to accomplish these feats. I think uh, those who attend the conference will find it quite interesting. Oh, Jeffrey, this sounds fantastic. Well, we, we look forward to hearing you. So join us in July 2018 for our 40th annual United States Psychotronics Association Conference. Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove. I'm here with Dr. Beverly Rubick, the president of the United States Psychotronic Association. Beverly and I will both be speakers at the annual convention of the association to be held in July of 2018 in Chicago. Hello, Beverly. Hi, Jeffrey. It's such a pleasure to have you as um, an invited speaker to our event. I'm happy to be there. I think I have some interesting things to share uh, about my specialty, parapsychology, which, of course, is closely related to psychotronics. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And the theme of this year's conference is Mind, Matter, and Ether and Applications to Radionics. So mm -hmm. we're looking at really the foundations of what really is mind and matter and that sacred combination and what's the nature of space anyway? Mm -hmm. uh, we're going back to older ideas of science but even mystical ideas and indigenous concepts of ether, of uh, primordial, uh, very sublime material mm -hmm. that filled the universe mm -hmm. in which we interact. And there will be many speakers at the conference, I know. We have a, a very large slate of invited speakers this year, and then several of our board members are also speaking mm -hmm. on quite a wide variety of topics. And psychotronics, for those who may not know, is a field that combines technology with uh, psychology and uh, psychology in the deep sense of uh, the human soul. Yes, but we also go beyond that. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly we have uh, instrumentation and in how mind-machine couples, but we're really interested fundamentally in the nature of consciousness and how it can manifest uh, things psychically from psychokinesis to uh, other aspects of so-called paranormal or mm -hmm. psi. So people who are interested in knowing what's going on in the cutting edge of this very uh, complex, exotic, and interesting field uh, would wish to attend the conference. Yes, it's open, uh, not just to our membership, but to mm -hmm. anyone who wants to come. Mm -hmm. The dates are July 20th through the 22nd, 2018, in Deerfield, Illinois. Mm -hmm. We also have some pre-conferences 
on introduction radionics, and we'll have some post-conference workshops which are more advanced. Mm -hmm. And uh, the video will show the link to your website. Yes. And I must say, the United States Psychotronics Association has produced an enormous number of videos. This mm -hmm. is our 40th annual conference. We have videos from distinguished experts historically that have passed on mm -hmm. in our archives. So if you become a member, you have access to all of these wonderful resources. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Beverly. I look forward to seeing you in Chicago in July, and uh, hopefully many viewers of this video will be there as well. Thank you, Jeffrey. We look forward to seeing mm -hmm. you there. Okay, I'm back now. And uh, I hope you enjoyed those two segments. I hope uh, for those of you who have a serious interest, I hope you'll consider attending the Psychotronics Conference. Maybe I'll meet you there. But let me leave you with this thought. Since you've been watching these in-presence videos and New Thinking Aloud videos on parapsychology, would you be interested in taking it to the next step? If you could develop a parapsychological talent with or without the help of a device, would that be of interest to you? What would you use it for? What would you wish to accomplish if you had such a talent in your life? Now, perhaps um, most of you, I'm going to assume, are interested in simply learning about it because this is part of nature. I believe it is part of nature, though some people would say it's supernatural, too. Either way, some people just want to be knowledgeable about it. Some people want to be able to be a support person for others in their environment. But there, there will be some of you out there who are interested in developing it, taking it to another level in your own life for either personal reasons or maybe for the benefit of society as a whole. Where do you stand? I'll leave you with that thought. Thank you for being with me.